and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Eng. If you're surprised to see another episode so soon, which is not even really that soon, but I am definitely surprised to see that I'm recording anything in like the same, the span of the same month, to be honest with you guys. I swear it was really just school that was making it so hard for me to upload any content on this podcast at all. And this proves it because right now I'm on my winter break and I don't have school, so that's why I'm able to churn out two episodes um, in the span of the same month. But I hope everyone enjoyed their little holiday and New Year festivities, whether they were big or small. It's so sad because this year my family and I were really looking forward to getting back into our bigger holiday celebrations with our family friends that we usually hold annually. But, you know, obviously everyone's hearing on the news, COVID is getting a lot worse the past couple of weeks leading up to Christmas and New Year's, so all of those plans had to be cancelled. And instead, we just did a small thing with, you know, just our family, which wasn't bad, but I definitely was looking forward to celebrating it a little bigger this year since the past two years have been looking, you know, a little bleak. It's still crazy to me that both Christmas and New Year's are over and that it's officially, like, January right now. I don't know about any of you guys, but these past few weeks just completely flew by and I haven't been feeling festive at all or excited about the new year. I don't know, this could just also be the weather too because at least in New York, it's been gloomy as shit these past few days, these past few weeks, honestly. Even like Christmas and New Year's, they were super gloomy days, which didn't help at all. And I've only seen the sun like a couple of times this week and the last, so It just, it feels like I don't even know what the sun looks like anymore at this point. But in all seriousness though, I hope everyone is staying safe out there because like I said, COVID is getting really rampant and literally so many people that I know and who I'm close to have either gotten it or were at risk of getting it. Like I was at risk of getting it a couple of times. I have never had it though. So I'm, you know, I'm super grateful for that, but it's really scary nowadays don't go out or come into contact with people if you don't have to. At this point, we just have to like sit tight and just avoid stuff as much as I don't want to admit it because I hate like being holed up in my house and just avoiding everything. But you know, if we want to stay safe, that's what we kind of have to do for a little bit. So, you know, just wishing everyone and their families health and safety from this COVID stuff, um, which I really thought would be out of our lives by now, but alas, it's still here. I was talking about this with my friend the other day and we, we, you know, we're actually looking back at it. I was 19 when COVID first like came into our lives and now I'm like fully 21 years old. So just take a minute to look back into your own lives and think about how different life was two years ago. I mean, like even though the beginning part of my 20s was spent throughout COVID, I still wouldn't have taken back anything that I did or achieved these past two years. I hope you guys feel the same because there's something to be said about how we've all changed and adapted to, you know, the current conditions we are in now. But yes, anyway, enough about this topic. Um, Let's get into the bulk of what today's episode is going to be about. And that is, as you guys can tell by the title, all about whether or not us fashion individuals need fashion school to truly, you know, quote unquote, make it in the industry. 
I've definitely dabbled around this topic in previous podcast episodes and it's been something that a lot of y'all have asked me to talk about on here. So I've been definitely been meaning to make a whole episode discussing what my thoughts on this topic are. Also, this has probably been a topic in question for a super long time and it's something that, you know, I along with a lot of my peers at Parsons and, you know, any fashion school have like repeatedly always asked ourselves, like, is fashion school even worth what we're paying and the time that we're putting into it? Not to mention, another big reason I've been questioning my own school's legitimacy is because the other day, it was this whole thing, I was checking my student account balance since, you know, it's that time of year when we have to pay our tuition fees and all of that. So I was looking back at my past statements and it just made me really internalize how much money was going into my education at Parsons. And it just also made me question if it was really all worth it. And granted, I'm super lucky that I'm still being supported by my parents and, you know, they're the ones that are paying for my schooling. Um, but I have a lot of good friends who don't have that same courtesy extended to them and, you know, they're working two to three jobs to pay off their school tuition, which is extremely commendable. But that reason I'm bringing all of this up is because this coming semester, I'm actually supposed to be registered as a part-time student because I'm taking less than the required minimum credits for a semester, which um, the, required, the required is 12 and I'm taking nine. So that makes me part-time student. And anyway, I checked my student account balance like a few days before and I noticed that the tuition amount was significantly higher than normal and that was because they charged me as a full-time student. So obviously I was like, no way in hell am I paying this much money when I'm not even taking the minimum number of classes. So that's what I've been doing this whole week. I've been like going back and forth between the registrar's office and the financial aid office trying to get that corrected so that I don't end up paying more than I owe. Um, and I know I literally mentioned before how I kind of wanted to get off the topic of COVID, but this is kind of related to the whole COVID situation, whether I'd like to admit it or not. So with everything going on in the world and like students worried about getting sick and, you know, putting their mental and physical health before anything else, school has kind of become an afterthought for a lot of us. And that's coming from me as well. You know, I'm a student myself. You don't need to be an expert to notice this, but worldwide, the motivation to do anything school related has gone down by a lot. And I think this stems from a lot of things. From my perspective as a fourth year student in a fashion design school, you know, I've discussed this before on here, but even before the pandemic, fashion school has already been in a lot of question about whether or not it's actually worth it or if it's essential for a career in fashion. And especially now with the pandemic having been present for two years and students having their fashion courses being very limited in resources as it's transferred remotely, I think we're all really questioning the need for fashion school altogether. So especially if you were having doubts about fashion school before the pandemic, then I'm pretty sure now your opinions on fashion school have definitely kind of been secured. I know mine have and it's kind of like towards it not being necessary, but you know, we'll get into that a little further in a bit. Um, I'm sure you all want to hear about what my opinions are on this and even though I don't consider myself like that qualified to talk on this topic, I do feel like my past four years being at the Parsons School of Design has given me a solid reason for being able to talk about this subject. I also think, and I'm sorry in advance if this comes out the wrong way, but I do believe I am qualified to talk about this topic as well because I spent a lot of my years while in college 
also side hustling and getting real life work experience in the fashion industry. So in that way, I have a good outlook on both sides, like fashion school and the fashion industry itself. So I hope that my experience will be able to give you guys some good things to go on and to listen to going forward in this episode. I get people all the time in my DMs and even people in real life asking me if a fashion education is worth it. That seems to be a hot topic nowadays that everyone wants a direct answer to, but the truth is I really hate giving people an answer to this question because I don't want people taking whatever answer I give them, you know, taking it too much into heart and then that being, you know, swaying their decision of whether or not they want to pursue an education in fashion. Because you guys know all too well that I always preach that everybody has their own experiences and it's whatever you make out of certain situations. So when I genuinely say that th- that is not something for me to decide, I truly mean it. But, you know, for the sake of this episode and for the sake of giving you all my honest opinion on if I think fashion school is necessary or not to make it in the industry, I will, you know, rightfully give you guys my opinion on here and, you know, say no, I don't think that it is necessary and I'm going to talk about all the reasons why. Let me first address some of the hard facts that I've noticed about this industry very early on, and that's that most quote-unquote successful individuals in the fashion industry didn't actually study fashion or, like, didn't even have an education at all. And I'm sure a lot of you guys noticed this pretty early on as well. They were people in high-up positions and, you know, really big notable industry individuals that even I looked up to who never had a day of fashion education in their lives. And this is something that has always intrigued me from the beginning because I was always so curious as to why so many people who either weren't studying fashion or that never finished school in general were getting so many like high successful jobs in the fashion industry. And just to give you guys some notable examples to plead my case, I'm sure a lot of you know the extensive list of successful designers who basically never finished college. Those are people like Carl Lagerfeld, Michael Kors, Coco Chanel, Alexander Wang, Vivian Westwood, and the list like goes on and on. But what interests me more aren't the people who didn't finish their education, but those who actually came from an entirely different background. That's not a fashion education background. That is something that I find immensely interesting. And I mean, this is not that surprising to me, especially since we're seeing so many jobs require this interdisciplinary mindset. So it's no wonder that the fashion industry that is already super saturated with people who all have the same interests and talents is, you know, kind of looking for newness and innovation in other like industries. So yeah, again, this is not all surprising to me. It makes total sense. I just find it really interesting. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, some examples that you'll find of people who didn't study fashion at all in their careers but studied other stuff are people like Andre Leon Talley, who, if you don't know, was formerly editor-at-large at Vogue and today still regarded one of the most successful fashion journalists. He actually studied at Brown and got his master's in French literature, which I guess, I mean, it's not that far, doesn't fall that far from the tree as, you know, journalism is involved in fashion, but it's still wild that he never even became involved in fashion until after college. In the industry, also, I think something that's really interesting is we see a lot of designers who are coming from architecture backgrounds, which, again, in turn is not completely unrelated to fashion, but one would still consider design and architecture and fashion design to be from two very different realms. And you have people like Tom Ford, 
Virgil Abloh, may he rest in peace, Raf Simmons, and Zaha Hadid, who all pursued degrees in architecture. I also, you guys know, interned for an outerwear company a while ago called The Arrivals, and at that time, it was really interesting to me as well, the CEO and founder of that brand actually studied architecture, which made, again, total sense because the outerwear that they designed was extremely technical in nature, and it was super meticulous um, in detail, so... So yeah, when I was interning at that time, I was like so wowed about how much attention to detail the, you know, these outerwear pieces had. And when I learned that he, you know, studied architecture and all that, it made complete sense to me. And yeah, I've just put all the pieces together. Not only to stick with famous examples, we also have people like my, you know, thesis class professor at Parsons who studied car design and people like Aya Kanai, who I've been following for the longest time. She used to be an editor at Marie Claire and is now working at Pinterest on partnerships. She had a long and steady career in the fashion industry and she, you know, went to school for East Asian studies and acting. So if you really take a good look at people who are doing amazing things in fashion, you'll get a good mix of so many people from so many different backgrounds. Of course, you'll still get a good amount of people who actually did receive formal educations in fashion like Anna Sui, Christian Dior, uh, Marc Jacobs, you know, but I hope me kind of sharing all of the wild stories of people coming from all different kinds of backgrounds eases some of you guys who are worried about not having a formal fashion education to really make it in fashion because that just shows that, you know, you don't need a formal education in fashion. The funny thing is, as I mentioned before, I kind of knew this very early on in my career And I knew that I didn't need a fashion education to do what I wanted to achieve in fashion. But one of the biggest reasons that I ended up choosing to go to a fashion school um, was because I couldn't actually imagine myself studying anything else in college or doing anything else at that time. And some of you who have been listening to me for a long time now know that I attended a very STEM-driven high school. Um, So at that point, I was super burnt out by academia And I decided that in college, I really wanted to pursue something that was more creative and just more stimulating to me. And you're all and you're all probably like, okay, I could have just not gone to college, which is something that you'll see a lot of designers do as well, which is completely valid. But the fact of the matter was that my parents really wanted me to get a degree. So, you know, I kind of had to. It's kind of that like old age excuse of my parents wanted me to go to school. So I went to school. And it kind of applies here, or else, honestly, you guys might have not seen me been in school at all. But in the long run, you know, it was actually better for me anyway, so I don't regret the decision I made. But that's kind of how I came upon studying fashion design in college. You guys know that I'm nearing my final few months as a fashion design student, which is crazy for me to even think about because I always still feel like a freshman every day that I go into school. And I'm literally graduating in May and getting my degree in fashion design after four years of some wild times at Parsons. Definitely now more than in the past, I've been thinking back and asking myself about what it took out of the four years of being at Parsons and what did I learn. And I'll be really honest with you guys, I couldn't quite come up with anything, at least on the top of my head. And that's not to say that there wasn't anything good that came out of my time at Parsons and I'm not saying that I absolutely learned nothing, but more than anything, I think that the most that you're getting out of a fashion education, at least, you know, in my opinion, is just the name of the school and the degree. 
other than the technical aspects of a fashion education like, you know, learning terminology or getting hands-on experience, sewing, pattern making, and then, you know, or networking aspects of being able to have, like, industry professional connections through professors and deans, I honestly think fashion school is a, a scam. And you can completely disagree with me or think that I'm, like, shitting on fashion school because I don't like school in general, but again, these are all my own opinions and you're free to take what you want from it. And of course, I'm not just going to throw all this on you guys and not actually have any reason or explanation as to why I'm saying that fashion school is a scam. One of the biggest things that I've come to notice throughout my time, not only doing school at the same time it was as working, um, is what I noticed is that I learned a lot more through actually working hands-on in the industry than I ever did while I was in school. And I think this depends too on the kind of work you're finding in the industry. Obviously, a lot of people starting out, you know, you're going to get really tedious internships and jobs like doing stuff like getting people coffee and steaming clothes in the showroom, which, you know, we all had to go through. I had to go through that in my first few internships. But, you know, I'm talking about those really valuable shadowing experiences where you get the opportunity to learn from your boss or supervisor skills that you would never obtain pursuing just strictly an education in school. And that is one of the main problems that I had with Parsons and just fashion school in general, which was that they don't really prepare you for real-life work in the industry. The only few exceptions I've had were, you know, this one professor who I absolutely adored, his name was Fan Wu, and he would always be so candid with us in class about what we need to know in the real world and the kinds of things people would be expecting of us in the industry. He always, you know, corrected us on using the right terminology, and he would even go as far as to count how many times we say the word like in our presentations and you know he would like take off points based on how many times we said it i mean a lot of the students thought he was crazy and they didn't like him and they saw him as being like super harsh and strict for no reason but honestly i loved him all the more for what he did because that is exactly what i needed to push me to be like a cutthroat individual in the industry because i'm gonna be really honest with you guys in the real world no one's gonna cut you slack and no one's gonna be nice to your face it's it's the real working life and again the fashion industry is competitive you guys all know that you don't need me to tell you that but the main point i'm making here is that there were very few people like him at parsons who really challenged students to understand what it was like working in the industry and you'd expect some of these professors to challenge us more since they've actually experienced years and years of working in the industry but no a lot of professors i found just didn't care about their students at all let alone, you know, prepare them to go off in the industry and find successful jobs and whatnot. So obviously, you guys get my standpoint on all of this. My thoughts on school have definitely pointed towards a strong gradual decline. If you ever, you know, heard any of my older episodes where I still had some consideration for school, and now I'm just at the point where I don't see the need for a formal education in this industry, and I've lost all motivation to put any effort into school because I'm just focusing on you know, my internships and my professional connections outside of school because I just think those are so much more important and focusing and working on those are going to help me get somewhere. Do I think that fashion school is pointless and completely useless? Obviously not or else I wouldn't have even decided to attend the school in the first place and continue for four years. There have been so many great things that have come out of my time at Parsons so I don't want to completely discount everything that's happened to me because of, you know, being in fashion school. 
But if we're asking ourselves if fashion school is really necessary to make it in fashion, I would without hesitation say no. So to close out this episode, obviously I didn't want to just leave you guys with that and provide, you know, not provide you guys with alternatives to what I think a fashion education could offer. One of the most important things I think for those of you who are planning to dive into the industry without a fashion education is to consider what niche you want to fill. Really keeping in mind that we can't do everything as hard as we try. Trust me on that, you guys. I've been trying to do everything since like 2017 and I fully acknowledge to myself that I can't do it all. So with that being said, it's really helpful for you to decide what branch of fashion attracts you the most and to also figure out what category you might want to lean into. Do you want to focus on menswear, women's wear, children's wear, fashion design, sports design wear, accessories design, or even, you know, fuck all of that and just do the business side of things? Those are some stuff you want to consider. And apart from designing, there's a whole realm of jobs in fashion that you guys can consider as well, including merchandising, fashion consulting, photo shoot styling, fashion journalism, and so many more. I actually did an episode a while ago about like unconventional jobs in the fashion industry, which you guys should definitely listen to if you're interested in knowing just some of the crazy things that you can do in fashion that you probably never thought imaginable. So I urge all of you to really find out what you're interested in doing in fashion because that is going to help you find a lot more success down the line and to narrow down the opportunities that come your way instead of just like taking everything on because it's related to fashion and you think that it's going to help you. Like it's going to be a lot more helpful if you just go down this one, one or two paths that you are really interested in. And I feel like, again, that's one thing that fashion school doesn't do so well which is expose you to other branches of fashion that are out there. A lot of what you're learning and experiencing in fashion school is, you know, strictly related to your major. And so oftentimes it's really hard to get that exposure to some of the other facets offered in the industry. That isn't unless you take matters into your own hands and, you know, either look for electives or outside internships and experiences that have to do with those other branches of fashion that you're interested in. So again, a big thing is find your niche and try to stick with it. But of course, you know, sticking with it might not always be the case because you might suddenly become interested in something else like I have. So no pressure to like stay with that one thing, but definitely kind of scope out what you're interested in. Another big thing that I want to leave you guys with is to find really good mentors. Mentors. Um, I've preached this way too many times on this podcast. I'm sure you're all sick of me saying it by now, but... Seriously, finding genuinely good people who care about your success in this industry is going to be really beneficial towards getting to wherever you want to get in fashion. And I think this is completely doable even if you're not pursuing an education in fashion because you can quite literally meet good mentors in your internships and through fashion events or through friends of friends or honestly even like talking and meeting people randomly in the streets It's just really all about putting yourself out there and being willing to open up to people on what you need help on. Of course, this is where school kind of puts some people at an advantage because you can easily get mentors um, by, you know, talking to past professors or, you know, deans of a fashion program. But I don't think school in this case is, like, necessary when you're looking for that kind of mentor because... Yes, like, school can introduce you to so many people, but, I mean, if you just put the initiative out to find people in the real world, then, if anything, I think you'll find even better mentors down the line. 
So take it from me, some of my most valuable mentors have not come from school per se, but have stuck with me all throughout my time in fashion and have come from people that I've met at past internships or that I've met through like mutual friends. Like even though I've become super close friends now with some of my past professors and we still stay in contact, I wouldn't necessarily call them mentors because we haven't really stayed that much in contact in that way. And also like having a relationship with a professor in school is kind of different than having a relationship with someone that you work with. I feel like when you're really hands-on and you work with someone and you're like going through, I don't know, like work can expose you to so many people who have your back that you have never even imagined. But yeah, another thing is doing fashion certificate programs. That's kind of like the way I see fashion certificate programs is like a fashion education put into like an online course or something. And, you know, don't entirely take my word on these because I don't know how legitimate certificates are regarded in the fashion world. But I do from time to time see a lot of ads and stuff about different certificate programs that are offered. And, you know, these are like by some big legit companies like Parsons themselves has one. Teen Vogue has one and also there's like a Vogue fashion certificate with Condé Nast, College of Fashion and Design. So, you know, these aren't like some sus ones that you'll find that are scams and they'll take your money. But I can't say with full confidence how great these certificate programs are because I've never done one and I don't want to like speak on something I don't know. But I can imagine that they would offer you some of the same expertise and knowledge that you could get at a fashion education, just concise and like like really brief so yeah with all that being said you guys there is something else that I want you all to consider after you've had your run with fashion and as much as you guys don't want to hear it it's to consider what your backup plan is like what if fashion isn't for you and I don't want you guys to take that as me saying a lot of you aren't going to succeed in fashion or anything like that but genuinely have you ever considered that even if you loved fashion right now what if it isn't your end-all be-all And the reason I'm bringing this really realistic question to light is because I see firsthand every day when I'm at school, people who are losing their passion for the industry and people who just by the end of it, you know, the kind of want out. I've seen it with my peers. I've seen it with close friends and I've even seen it once or twice with myself as well. The reality is even if you spend your whole life studying something or even grow up thinking that that's what you want to do in life, that doesn't necessarily mean that's what, you know, has to be in the cards for you or has to be what you're going to do in the future. I definitely feel like we all have to be a little bit less afraid of change these days and be more open to things coming and going. But with all that being said, the smartest thing to do is to prepare a backup plan for some things that other things that might interest you Um, That way you have some kind of reinforcement when and if you decide that the fashion industry is not the right place for you. It's also completely valid and okay to lose interest in something and, you know, lose interest in something that you thought you would end up in from the very beginning. That's just a natural process of life and sure, it can be super scary, but I think we owe it to ourselves to allow ourselves to explore why we aren't feeling passion in certain areas. But yeah, I talked for a long time. My throat's getting super dry. But that is it for today's episode. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today's podcast and to hit that follow button if you're continuously liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them and I'm always answering my DMs. 
I love you guys so much and see you soon on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.